Welcome to today's program, The Beauty of Grace. And I'm Pastor Pete Norris of Harvest Fellowship Church, Goldsboro, North Carolina. If you'd like to contact us, you can contact us at hfchurch, the number seven, at gmail.com. That's hfchurch, the number seven, at gmail.com. If you have a question you'd like to contact us with, send us an email. We'd be glad to respond with you, kind of help you with that question that you may have in your life. So many people have so many questions about this message of grace. You know, Pastor, does that mean we can do anything we want to do and, and there'll be no consequences? No, that's not what I'm saying. I'm saying that grace is, keeps you from wanting to do those things that you used to want to do. And so we realize that we are the temple or the tabernacle of God on the earth. That's something we need to realize. So we see that we're the tabernacle of God. You know, God told Abraham, he said, I want you to walk before me. He told the disciples, he said, I want you to follow me. But you and me are, are in Christ. What a wonderful thing. There'll be no more tears, death, sorrow, crying, or pain. Believers don't die. They just simply fall asleep. See, that's the wonderful thing about this message because we're spirit beings. We're not soulish people. We're not fleshly people. You say, well, Pastor, my flesh leads me all the time. Let me tell you something. If you're going through situations in your life and you're struggling with situations in your life, you need to first and foremost set out to do this. The first thing every believer needs to set out to do is to realize and get a revelation. I'm not talking about some kind of fictitious revelation. I ain't talking about a, a, a here there kind of revelation. I'm talking about a revelation to know exactly how much God loves you. And I think that's a day-to-day process as we continue to grow in the things of God and experience God. But in John chapter 11, verse 26, he said, Whoever believes, lives and believes in me shall never die. Do you believe this? This is John talking. And then in, in 1 Corinthians chapter 15, verse 22, he says, For as in Adam all die, even so in Christ all shall be made alive. For as by one man's disobedience many were made sinners, and also by one man's obedience many were were made righteous. So we see that the last enemy, according to 1 Corinthians 15, 26, the last enemy that will be destroyed is death. Now, what does that make me and you? How, how do we get to a place uh, to where we just walk in the fullness of who we are and we recognize the fullness of who we are and we realize that we really are those new creations that everybody's talking about? The Bible says in 1 Corinthians 15, 22, For as in Adam all died. Now, how many of you know that you were born in the sin because of the fall of Adam? And it, so in Christ all shall be made alive. So we see that the same amount of people that was lost in Adam are the same amount of people that have been made alive in Christ. And it backs that up. The Bible said, Let everything be established upon two or three witnesses. So in Romans chapter 5, verse 19, As for by one man's disobedience, that was Adam, the many were made sinners. Also by one man, Big M's, obedience, many were made righteous. Because of the fall of Adam in the garden, everybody was made sinners. Because of one man's obedience, Jesus going to the cross, he made everybody righteous. You say, well, Pastor, do you mean he made everybody righteous? Yes, absolutely. In the sight of God, everybody is righteous. Now, your, your sin consciousness determines whether you see yourself righteous or you see yourself lost. Because when Adam was in the garden, what did God say to him? Adam, where are you at? Not, not where are you located? He was saying, where are you at with me, Adam? Where's your place with me? And Adam said, I'm naked. He said, who told you you were naked? And Adam said, because of my sin consciousness, I I discovered that I was naked. God never saw him naked. God had already prepared something ahead of time to discover and to redeem Adam through Jesus Christ. Because Jesus had died on the cross before the foundation of the world. Mine and your name was written in the Lamb's book of life before the foundation of the world. You and I have stepped into some things in the Spirit that we are opening eyes to. And the Bible tells us 
us in Romans chapter 8, verse 17, And if children, then heirs, and heirs of God, and joint heirs with Christ. If indeed we suffer with Him, we may also be glorified together. In other words, how many of you know that you're an heir and a joint heir of Jesus Christ? Everything that Jesus has, you have. Everything that God has, you have. I want you to understand in Colossians chapter 2, verse 9, that ye are the Godhead in bodily. And then Colossians chapter 2, verse 10 says that you and I are complete in Him, in Christ, in the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit. You cannot separate me from the from the from the triumph being. You cannot separate me from the Godhead, which is made up of the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit. So the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit, and your spirit are all one spirits. Now we see this in Second Timothy chapter four. 6 and 7. For I am already being poured out as a drink offering, and the time of my departure is at hand. I have fought the good fight. I have finished the race. I have kept the faith. So we see here that when you get to heaven, you will not be receiving anything other than a new body. You already have everything inside of you that you need to live in heaven. And see, that's the great thing that we haven't considered. In Isaiah chapter 43, 18 and 19, Do not remember the former things, nor consider the things of old. Behold, I will do a new thing. Now it shall spring forth. Shall you not know it? I will even make a road in the wilderness and rivers in your desert. See, he's going to change everything for you. Facts are temporal, but truth is eternal. And that's the great thing about Ephesians chapter 4, verse 21 through 23. If indeed you have heard him and have been taught by him, as the truth is in Jesus, that you put off concerning your former conduct the old man who grows corrupt according to the deceitful lust, and be renewed in the spirit of your mind. Now, how many of you know that your spirit has a mind? And as you begin to change the way that you think, you can change the way that you do. You're never going to change the way that you behave until you change the way you think. But once you change the way you think, you can change everything about you. That's the mercy and the love and the compassion of Jesus Christ, that because of His mercy and grace that you and I are born and have been redeemed by the blood of the Lamb, which is the fullness of Christ in you and me. We live and we move and we have our being in Jesus. This is the beauty of grace.